You're listening to the KVMR Evening News. Next up, Buzz Barnett and Paul Barbieri spoke with Greg Anton of Zero regarding the release of their new CD, Not Again, and Zero's collaboration with Robert Hunter. And you've got a new CD that is slated to be released next Friday, I guess, for general sale. Tell us a little bit about that recording and and, uh, how it all came together. Yeah, we'll have some for sale on Saturday. It's a... uh uh, it's a live record from the uh, 90s and the Great American Music Hall. Um, we had, uh, Zero had been historically uh, an instrumental band for about 10 years, and then in the 90s we started working with the Grateful Dead lyricist Robert Hunter, and he put lyrics to our songs, uh, to some of them. We still play a lot of instrumental stuff, and... Uh, we decided to have throw a party at the Great American Music Hall for three nights. We got a bunch of our friends. Um, oh boy, uh, Robert Hunter was there making the announcements. We had uh, Bobby Vega and Martin Fierro. We also had John Kahn from the Garcia Band and Vince Walnick from the Grateful Dead, uh, Nikki Hopkins from the Rolling Stones, and so Pete Sears. We had two keyboards on each side of the stage. It was a big Yahoo, and it was a lot of fun, and uh, we captured it on this record. Yeah, captured by Dan Healy. Yeah, he was a Grateful Dead sound guy, and he's a master. And, Greg, this is uh, Paul talking here, and you just kind of nonchalantly mentioned that we were an instrumental band, and then we just got this partnership with Robert Hunter, like, how, how did that come about? You, you, it, you make it sound like it's nothing, but um, to partner with one of, uh, one of the world's greatest all-time songwriters, how, how did that, what was the genesis of that collaboration? Yeah, that was a real honor to work with that guy. He was just a, an incredible uh, lyricist, wordsmith. Uh, I knew him from playing drums with him, with... Uh, couple bands that he used to go out and play with and um, then I just ran into him at a party and he said you know Zero it's just a great band but you could expand your horizons if you had some uh, songs with lyrics and I said you got any he says yeah you got any songs and I said yeah and we started working together and uh, it was the beginning of a long and fruitful relationship Um, the guy would just pull words out of thin air. He was just a kind of a magician. Wow, that sounds like 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 a lot of fun. And in addition to being the drummer for the band Zero, you were also uh, one of the band's primary composers. So you composed a bunch of this music that Hunter put lyrics to as well. So you guys collaborated in a little bit more of a, a more intimate manner than maybe most drummers and lyricists would would uh, collaborate. Yeah, it was actually a, a three-way partnership with me and Steve Kilmock, the guitarist uh, in the band, and and Hunter. I would come up with some chords. It's just a basic song idea. I'd sh- show them to Hunter. Uh, we'd put together something, and then Steve would add a bridge or a chorus, and there we go. And it, it was it was worked for a bunch of years, uh, and as. You know, Robert Hunter died uh, about a year, a year or two ago, 
Uh, that was very unfortunate to lose him. Yeah, it's uh, no no secret around here. I mean, he was such a prolific writer, and it seems like that he was just willing to to throw it in and collaborate. And I think that that's pretty amazing with someone of that talent, and still just wanting to uh, wanting to get out there and write. He did it. He did it with a bunch of people. He wrote a bunch of songs with Bob Dylan, and I don't. There's not many people that Bob Dylan co-writes lyrics with, and he did it with Hunter. Uh, the guy was really top quality. His lyrics were, in my opinion, they're closer to music than any other lyrics. They're so musical, his words. Uh, they're as ethereal as music uh, is the way I feel about it. And and seemingly endless. I don't know if there's a count anywhere of how many songs he wrote, but you, you think of Robert Hunter songs and you can just name them and name them and name them. I wrote 27 songs with him, wow. and uh, yeah, he just kept coming up with stuff. Um, I'll tell you a quick Robert Hunter story. We were in the, Zero was in the studio at the record plant making a record, and we were playing one of our songs uh, that we had been playing for a couple of years. I said, hey, let's, um, it was called Home on the Range. I said, hey, let's do this uh, one fast, more like a rock song than we had been. And everybody said, okay. We recorded it. And then uh, it changed the way the lyrics were delivered. I call up Hunter and I said, you know, we need a couple more lines for the chorus. So he said, okay, let me check it out. So he comes down to the studio and he listens to what we did. He says, do you have a piece of paper and a pen? And he, he said, play it again. And he said, forget that old song. And he wrote a new song, a new four-minute song in four minutes. <laughs> as, fast as, a, as fast as a play. And uh, then he said, uh, give me a, do you have a track? And I, he, we said, yeah. And he went into the vocal booth. He put down a vocal, just a scratch vocal, reading his lyrics he had just written. And then he said, forget that old song. Here's a new one, and that was it. That was Greg Anton of Zero. Next up, Paul Barbieri talks with Steve Kimock of Zero about the first time Paul saw Steve play. And you mentioned the Allman Brothers being your door, and the Allman Brothers were actually my door to you, and along with Dwayne Betts. Uh, the first time I saw you play was September of 96. The Allman Brothers had a show at the Fillmore, and I think Dickie Betts maybe had some golfing problems that day and wasn't able to make the gig that night. And I think they brought Dwayne Betts out for a couple songs, and then you came out and played uh, In Memory of Elizabeth Reed and pretty much melted the walls of the Fillmore. Those, those velvet curtains were dripping, and I was kind of like, who is this guy? And that's kind of when I got on the bus and started seeing Zero, so... It's pretty cool, because I'm a huge fan of the Allman Brothers, so thank you to the Allman Brothers, and thank you to Dickie Betts for missing that gig so that I could actually get introduced to Steve Kimock and your music. So I want to thank Dickie for that one. Thank you, Dickie. I have a lot to thank that guy for. Um, he's, he's a huge influence. Um, the way that I got that gig, I was sitting home like an hour or two earlier, and the phone rang, and there's a lady on the other end of the phone says, is this Steve Kimock? I said, yeah. She says, Steve Kimock, the guitar player? And I'm like, yeah. She says, 
are you busy tonight? I'm like, no. She says, get in your car right now with your guitar and come to the Fillmore. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, what? <laughs> she says, don't bring an amp. Just get in the car right now and come directly to the Fillmore. Uh, we need a guitar player for this band. And I said, who's the band? She says, it's the Allman Brothers. And I was like, I'll be right there. <laughs> I got in the car. Just went as fast as I could possibly go, as, 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 as you know, fast as my feet could carry me. And, uh, yeah, oh, that was, that, was, that was Warren, really, who made that call. It was like, who's in town? He's like, oh, come on. Well, I appreciate Warren making that call and, and uh, in the world, in the universe, introducing uh, me to Steve Kimhawk. And want to really uh, thank you for calling in this morning, Steve, and can't wait to see you guys at the Crystal Bay Club in a couple weeks and, uh, and then over at the J&M Cellars in Napa on the next night. So it's going to be a couple phenomenal zero shows coming up. So we can't it wait. It really to- will be. I'm super looking forward to it. Zero is going to be appearing tomorrow night, May 14th at 8 p.m. at the Crystal Bay Club in Tahoe's North Shore. Tickets are still available through Devil Dog Productions.